0: Welcome back, y'all. I am Dr. Samaria M. Colbert. I'm the founder of Kingdom Creative Counseling. That's a licensed mental health agency located in downtown Greensboro. I'm a licensed therapist with 16 plus years of experience. I'm a published author. I've written close to 60 books. That's right, 60. Uh, My goal is uh, 100 in the next five to 10 years. I am also an entrepreneur. I have all kinds of things other than being a private practice owner. I have all kinds of uh, um you know uh, podcasts, and I have books and I have um uh training courses and things of that nature and so uh welcome to my channel my podcast on my Facebook or oh, you are we watching this welcome we're gonna talk about a wonderful topic today it's gonna be uh I don't know if wonderful is the word I should use y'all get what I'm saying it's gonna be tight but it's gonna be right um, we're going to talk about what it means to be, uh, the predator. Hi, shaba. Y'all ready for this one? Now I did this teaching back in the, uh, maybe a little over a year ago. And what prompted me to redo it is because, um, I was looking over, uh, my, some of my videos and it was good, but it was bad. Like I was rambling. <laughs> it literally took me to the middle of the middle of the video to give you points. And I want to talk to you about a spirit. Uh, that runs rapid uh, in our lives and our organizations and amongst Christians, and that is narcissism. I want to talk to you about why why you need to discern uh, the spirit of Jezebel, which is really narcissism. And I want to give you this key point here. Remember this, when I give you mental health concepts, the mental health is a, uh, industry does not believe in spiritual warfare or spirituality at all. It doesn't. The traditional one. Um, but if we really, really look at some of the things even personality disorders uh borderline personality any type of personality any type of you can find a lot of these concepts in biblical in the bible for example if you want to understand codependency the power and control dynamic that happens uh with codependency you you can find the root of it's found in the bible which is again uh found in in creation believe it or not uh, at the fall of man. So if you ever want to think codependency, if you ever read, want to read every anything you have on codependency, know that it is rooted in the spirit of Ahab and Jezebel. Okay, and that's just one example. Uh, as a clinician, what I have done over the years and what makes me different is that uh, I started seeing uh, a lot of Christian uh, uh, um, uh, clients uh, before I even started my private practice, and I realized that there was a spiritual component, there was a psychological p- component. Uh, there was a a a a a, a, uh, a spirit attached to a lot of the things. And I'm not saying that everything mental illness is a d- demon. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you there's a spiritual component to a lot of the things. And if I can incorporate what we call integration, uh, true tried into a uh, deliverance and spiritual warfare, I think that we can bring about change. So uh, today uh, I'm going to retalk about uh, this type of spirit that we find uh, in organizations again, in relationships. Uh, that is called the Christian narcissist. Now you will uh, just know it as the narcissist. Uh, this was prompted again. I started to write this uh, this this saying uh, again, probably on last week, sometime after my last teaching. Since that time, it is Wednesday, and again, I hear from God, but I'm also insensitive to the spirit. Like literally, every client that I'm seeing, not every, but a lot of clients I'm seeing all day yesterday are coming out of relationships with Jezebel type people who are actually narcissists. So remember I told you that interchangeably. When you understand what narcissism is, you will understand what the spirit of Jezebel is. It is the exact same. What the secular world has done is changed the name, okay? So to make it not less offensive, took the spiritual part out of it and now gave it a different name. So no no longer it's the spirit of Jezebel. It is narcissism i want to teach you why christians are more prey to christian narcissists because they don't have a vetting system okay and so i want to make you aware because the bible says we are not ignorant of satan's devices and once you are aware you, it, you 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 have greater discernment doesn't mean you always avoid pain but there's some things that you can avoid had you simply had some discernment and had some understanding uh and so we're going to talk about this even up in this morning i had everything finished this morning this morning uh, uh after a while i got some good study and god gave me even more so i don't even know if i'm going to be able to tap into everything but let's start by this holy spirit thank you for today thank you for opening our ears we come against any demonic spirit that will come against our ability to hear and to be awakened to the plans of the enemy in the name of jesus i take authority amen first peter uh five this is my premise here uh 5 verse 8 reads this. It says, be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion
1: walking about, seeking whom
0: he may devour. Again, that's First Peter 5, 8. That teaches us it teaches us the plot of the enemy. The CEV version says, be on guard and stay awake. It says your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion. Then I use the word sneaking around, finding someone
1: to attack. Devour
0: means to consume, to eat or to pray. It means to destroy, to swallow up its greed. We're still talking about Christian narcissism. Go with me here. We're going gonna to make it plain. I'm going to make it plain. I'm going to make it plain. I was watching a man. I was watching a man uh, on YouTube and he was doing a podcast and he says, You know what? He said, Most people don't know what the devil looks like. He said, The devil does not come the way we think.
1: Not come in the red suit, the pitchfork. Uh, because
0: that's easy. See, and I've studied spiritual warfare. I think a lot of times uh people who do deliverance many miss it, miss it. They miss it big time. They miss it big time. Because we think spiritual war is somewhere it's warfare, someone swirling their head around and crawling up walls, saying, leave me alone. I mean that's cute. That's nice. That's that's easy to spot a demon doing that. You get into a room and this demon starts going off and falling out and snaking all over the ground. That's easy to spot a demon. But this man said, and it's absolutely true, he said the enemy is not coming or Satan is not coming with a pitchfork. He's not crawling on walls all the time, looking like and foaming and foaming with the mouth. He comes as a friend. Comes as a friend. And so what we're talking about here is jezebel it is a seductive spirit it is delilah and a jezebel member can be a woman or a man i was studying this morning which I'm, again i may not have time to di- uh to really get dig into it because it's actually part of my notes uh if you look at the spirit of jezebel uh that is the female jezebel was a female woman controlling the man because she went up she was successful in observing this man from his position of authority which they had but if you look at uh uh, Haman, if you're a Bible reader, you remember Esther, you remember there's a man, there was a, a, a plot against the people of Israel. You remember uh, uh, Esther was married to the king and there was a, this man who was second in command. His name was Haman and he has a plot against the people of God and he is now representing of a male version of a Jezebel spirit. Notice he was second in command to the king. So you always have a Haman or a Jezebel that seeks to, 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 to come into your life because they have a hidden agenda. We talk about Christian narcissists. So what is a predator? I've said this before. Some of it' going to sound like review. If you read through my, uh, my, my, uh, my podcast and, and all the teaching, you'll find that I talk a lot about this. I've always, I've done it for, excuse me, for many, many years, many years. And as I continue to study, I get more revelation. A predator is someone that seeks an innocent person to consume them and to manipulate them by any means necessary. They do it because they pretend to be your friend. I just want what's best for you. God sent me to you. But they have a hidden agenda. They don't even want you. They want your position. They don't want you. They want a place to stay. They want you. They just lazy. There's always a hidden agenda. We talk about narcissism, right? Uh, a person or a group who ruthlessly, ruth they without consciousness, exploits Others through manipulation or deception. They know they know who they are. But you are the new supply I said this before. The predator is always opposed to you and they got and God. They just are pretenders. They pretend to be your friend. They pretend to be family. We're just family. They pretend to be their lover, your lover, but they actually. Hate you. They hate you because they are secretly jealous of your position. And they say, Why them and not me? So they plot and they plan to get your spot. We're talking about Christian narcissism. Go with me in a minute. All right. The agenda is always demonic. Now, let me tell you a story at the beginning, not at the beginning, before beginning uh, creation began, there was obviously God was there from the beginning, but there was this other uh, person had got kicked out, you know, evicted from heaven. And his name was Lucifer. Now, Lucifer was uh, a high ranking angelic being. He was actually the praise and worship leader in the heavenly realm. And so he uh, could play all kinds of instruments, was beautiful as the day is long and was absolutely amazing. Lucifer noticed, however, that whenever he played or he led praise and worship, he noticed how people did not praise or worship him. They started praising and worshiping God as they should. Lucifer then saying, hmm, he said, I, he started coveting now God's position as the ruler of the universe, as the creator of all things. He wanted to be worshipped, which is what narcissists do. And so he plotted and he planned his way to try to overthrow the greatest government of all, that is God's. He, some translations say that Lucifer wanted to be God, but that is not Lucifer because he's not honorable. If you have a relationship with God, uh, you want to be like Him. You say, God, let, give me Your ways. Let me let me treat people the way You treat people. Let me be a reflection of who You are. See, Lucifer did not say, "I want to be like God," because that would be respect. You know, I want to be like you. When I grow up, I love the way you do this. I love. Let me let my nature be like you. You understand? uh lucifer said i don't want to be like you i want to be you let me give you at this point you cannot do relationships with people who want to be you now only did he want to be god he wanted to take god's position this is the I'm christian narcissism. this is where it came from so he plots and he plans To overthrow God. And he does that by deceiving a third of the angels. However, it is not possible to take God off of his throne. What Lucifer wanted to do was take God off his throne and put him in position. And he wanted to be the ruler of all things. You can't plot. You can't plan. And you can't overthrow anything. You cannot do that to God or God's people. So Lucifer having deceived a third of the angels and having deceived uh, so many people was evicted from his position of authority because he was covetousness. He was jealous and and he was envious. And remember this, whenever someone becomes jealous and envious of you, they want to be you and they will plot and plan their way to it. But they will always start as being your friend. I just want what's best for you. And it slowly they flatter you, they love bomb you, they make you think that they're everything that, that, that you want and need is always a demonic agenda because of the father that they serve or the entity that they serve, which is the enemy. See, only the enemy thinks. That he can remove you from position and put himself in there. Only the enemy is wants to be in a relationship with you knowing very well they don't even like you. They hate you. This is Christian narcissism at best. I'm telling you the root cause of where it came from. And just like Lucifer, listen to me, was evicted from heaven on account of his own envy and jealousy and covetousness and hatred towards God. Anybody that shows you this behavior is a narcissist, and you are a victim from your life. They don't like you. They don't love you. They are benefiting from the position that you were in. And I know, like I said, I have clients. Y'all know the story. I have clients. I say, What's a Mary? I don't have anything. I just have my apartment. You got something They want. not I was just talking to a young lady yesterday. Not a whole lot of stuff, but guess what she had. Some people want uh, a hard working woman, clothes, food, shelter. You got something somebody where well, you, you may, you may not think it's nothing. You may not got a whole bunch of social media followers, but trust me, narcissists got, you got some that, that they want, even if you think it's insignificant. So let's talk about the profile of a predator, right? I thought to, I thought to change this to be a pretender. But we'll talk about that at a different day, different time. Let's talk about the profile of a narcissist or a predator. Okay. I'm going to explain in a minute. One, they represent, as I said before, a demonic agenda to overthrow those in spiritual authority, spiritual authority. Again, remember this, I'm giving you the root cause because you're not going to, you you'll find a lot of information on Christian narcissism or even narcissism, but you're not going to find that information I'm talking about today to talk about the root cause. Uh, they try they want to overthrow you from your position whatever that position is remember you may say I don't have a position remember it's a spiritual issue and so you may not say you have a position but the enemy that is working behind that person knows the position you, you that you hold in the heavenly realm so don't think position followers position I'm a leader of some great organization that happens to those people too but I'm just talking about position within the realm of God you have spiritual authority. Satan wants to overthrow you from that position, okay? As stated, and I I just explained why. Point number two, they covet positions. So listen to this, they scheme and they manipulate to get there. They scheme and they manipulate to get there. So they can't do like, you know, us regular folk do. You know, uh, we work hard. We get a job. You, you get what I'm saying? We we do what we have to do so that we can get to the way we, we need to be. They are lazy people. <laughs> I, I know people like that. They want what you have. They're trying to compete with you, but you ain't really do the work. And you 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 know what I'm saying? These, this, <laughs> Lord. Oh, you can tell I'm passionate about this. Now, this ain't, this a therapy thing, but I don't experience these type of people uh, personally. Don't, I mean... <sighs> <laughs> oh, geez, let me not. I always say like I won't don't want to work with nowhere and yet here you are working I mean working working they want to be you so bad so they don't believe themselves long enough to because you cannot you can't win trying to be someone else right you can't win trying to be like somebody else you you just can't win it doesn't make sense but they're delusional they think oh I can do you because you make what you do look easy. You understand what I'm saying? You make what you do look easy. But they can't hold uh uh, uh they can't hold weight in your life because they're not there. They, you know, uh, the one of the reasons why uh churches in particular tend to be more vulnerable to this spirit is because they don't probably vet people. Like, if you work in, like, a any type of organization, you can't just show up one day and, you know, and be able to preach. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you, but I'm not, not knocking church. I know I love my church. I've been a member of church all of my life. Not my church. I haven't been a member of that. I've been a member of, of, my, of the church all my life. I'm just telling you like I see it, okay? <laughs> um, so, but churches don't properly vet people. And so remember with narcissists they're pretenders. So they will sit there and study you and they become the thing that they think you need. So they'll just show up at your door one day or show up at the church. And then they pretend, they're pretenders and they end up getting positions sometimes within church. Not that every, and I'm not saying every church is is like this, but they end up getting positions uh, because they're not properly vetted. They just look the part. They sound the part. They can hold their ear and squall like the part. They They can manipulate them well. They can take scripture for their own manipulative good. I mean, for, uh, for their own manipulation. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, Whereas another organization, like if you work in a clinic or a you know a, a company, uh, we check resumes. You know what I mean? We, we check references. We 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 inspect fruit. You know what that is? You know, we 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 inspect fruit. Like you, you can't like organizations that I work at. Like you can't get a job as a therapist because you sound therapy like. You can't just show you can't show up one day, uh about I want to be a therapist. Here you go. You gotta have a degree from an accredited school a higher education. You, you get what I'm saying? You gotta have references to even get a license. You can't just build insurance if you want to. You can't wake up one day and, and 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 post a doctor or something such on your on your door or therapist Jane Doe on your door and sound deep. There has to be checks and balances. You have to have a resume. What school you graduated from? You got to look at your school transcripts. Uh, we got to look at how long you've been doing what you're doing. We got to look at how you acted at your previous company. We got to check your references. We got to do a criminal background check. Uh, and people can still play games and play games, but it's not as easy because there's so many checks and balances. You know, you can't come and saying I'm I'm the surgeon. You know, but we want to know what what medical school did you did you go to uh 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 how you know your gpa all these things that you need but in church you need none of that you just show up one day show up one day sound preachy pretend to be prophet a prophetess and there you go
1: and so this is why it's easier to deceive
0: church folk and I know that sounds harsh but I'm just i'm telling you the facts you can't you can't you can't come to my organization might not run a real small prior practice and you can't because i still have to submit my license to a licensing board every year i still have to be vetted i still have to submit to the laws of the land uh, i still have to every uh my contracts run out for insurance every so often i have to renew those contracts and resubmit Ws and, and forms and all kinds of stuff and at the end of the year, I got to resubmit stuff. Uh, there's always something I have to do to stay in in right standing. You don't have to do that at church. You can get a ministerial license from the internet. You can call yourself prophetess or prophet, apostle. No type of references. I mean, I'm not saying every church. I'm not even saying my church per se. I'm saying I'm seeing this. I've seen this happen. I know somebody who called himself a prophet. Uh, I had a, a ex friend who was very, 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 very toxic. The man who called himself an apostle met the this individual who was extremely toxic. Let only know the person maybe two weeks, maybe two, weeks, and Lily said, "Hey, I really like you. I'm going to license you as a minister." I'm like, so, what? What? The person wasn't a member of his church. He had not vetted the individual, didn't ask her what area of ministry did she, didn't really ask her did she would want to be in ministry. The individual he was saying this to was extremely toxic and not ready to minister to anybody, I mean anybody, matter two weeks.
1: I'm going to license you. Let me move on.
0: But when we, the point I make with all that is it is easier. To vet people who don't have preset standards, and 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 if you're not willing to check fruit references, uh, and look at fruit, it is easy to manipulate. I'm not telling you, you should do. It, I'm just telling you it's easier. I'm not telling you it's not it's, it's not impossible with non-Christian organizations. I'm just saying in Christian churches, it is. Easier. You can be talented,
1: no character. You can say God said,
0: no root. You can have a bunch of followers, and 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 it's all smoke and mirror, and they give you position. But we want to counsel hurting people, and we want to call that ministry. I I don't I don't get it. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> you can say I'm passionate about this because I literally, y'all, I'm like, um, I, sometimes as a therapist, at the end of the day, when I hear these stories, I'm so passionate, and I'm, I'm just sitting back like, Lord Jesus, if the people only knew. Sometimes people perish for lack of knowledge; it is our ignorance. And I have decided, like y'all, this is human. This is. You can't always avoid human error, but this is a real, real, real thing, and people get broken, big time. All right, y'all, let me calm down because I'm kind of passionate. Y'all know I get passionate. <laughs> Woo! But I'm just telling you, I had this 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 sweet, uh, amazing person, and I just I wanted to reach out and just give her a hug and say, baby, you are enough. You are enough. And sometimes people will take your kindness and your giving and you're not knowing that you're enough and they will run you through the mud and they don't care. They don't care. And they know who they are. Narcissists know who they are, believe it or not. You are the new supply. They're going to play innocent. Oh. Oh, 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 Okay. They are lazy individuals. Remember, this is a spirit who don't want to work. So they find people to take care of them. Are y'all listening to this? So I said this on one of my teachings recently. I said many people see relationships as a means to an end. Okay. My, my men and my women, a, mean, a means to an end. So, uh, they see relations as a way to get their needs met. I need food, clothes and shelter, or you have that. I need a place to stay where you have that. uh uh um, uh, if I just meet the right person, you know, that's the they thing. uh all my tears, fears, and traumas of my past will be over. And uh people, someone who's narcissistic is not trying to do what the scripture says, uh uh, uh be joined in purpose, to to build. They're not trying to do that. They need your resources, your giving, your kindness, their inability to do things like get a job and pay bills on their own. So they connect with you and they pretend they don't even really like you, let alone love you, because they're jealous of you. But they still need you at the end of the day, but they're still jealous. That's why narcissists can be nice and kind at one minute and nasty at the other minute and still call you and ask for help. They they don't love you, they need you. And when people get desperate, they'll play all kinds of games. They see relationships not as someone to compliment, to come alongside, to do what iron. Shoppers, they don't see relationships like that. No, 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 no. The relationship is a means to an end. My brothers, there was some, there are some women. I want y'all to hear me, that see relationship as an early retirement plan, particularly if you are successful. I work with um professionals. I am a young professional myself in my forties. I meet guys like that, but there are women like that too. They see your resources and your car and what you as a provider, because you know, men are supposed to provide, blah, 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 but you supposed to do something. They're looking at you as an early retirement plan. If I just hook up with you, I ain't got to work nowhere. They don't, these type of people don't hook up with men and women because they care, they look they hook up you to, to 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 benefit from what you give, and that's why I said on one of my teachings, just stop giving, just say no, just say I don't, you know, I don't give my friends money. I don't, you know, I'm so sorry, I don't pay my friends rent. But you can go down to <laughs> the Department of Social Services and see if you can fill an application. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I, I just it, I don't give friends money. It just makes it just makes things weird. See how long they stay. If you tell a friend no and they walking out the door and they going through all kind of tantrums and tan- and going through all kinds of changes and all kinds of stuff, you you know you you not that person wasn't your friend to begin with. And then once you start really saying that no, they retaliate, check out that one that's I said um I did a teaching called the smear campaign. You will get smeared because of your no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just, I'm just saying. So listen, they really hate themselves, but they pretend to be full of confidence. They're hateful to you because they hate themselves. Are y'all listening? They are hateful to you because they hate themselves and they can't stand. If you are confident, oh, buddy, oh, buddy. Listen, don't be confident. Oh, you gonna get it. you how dare you be confident I'm just I'm just stating the facts here. They pretend to be righteous while righteousness uh does not have to pretend. So now, now I says as a single woman, you know i I told y'all a story. I like to tell a story because it's kind of it's, you know different, but I told the story, I'm telling you, I've been meeting these guys, right? They know I love God for real. So guess what they're going to do? Quote scripture, talk about God, oh, I have a business lying through their teeth. Remember when someone is not righteous, they are offended by your righteousness, but they're not going to say I'm offended by your righteousness. They're going to make it saying you are too much. You don't have to pray that much. Why are you always fasting? Why are you always studying the word of God? What does that mean? You ain't got to bring God into everything because they are offended by your righteousness. but they still need you. So we calling you, asking you for stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you what's IT. I know, I know these people. Okay. They intentionally look for people. This is for uh, my organization leaders, Christian organization leaders, church leaders, any type of organization, you own a small business, right? Listen to me. They intentionally look for people who are in position of authority to get next to. Okay. My Bible readers remember Haman, who was an advisor to the king. Okay, remember Jezebel. She Jezebel ain't love Ahab. Ain't nothing loving about this story. Remember, if you're a Bible reader, you just look it up. If you're not, you know, just be lost. But sometimes y'all look up on your own. I can't do it for you all because it's, you know, for the second time. But Haman was, a, was an advisor to the king. His agenda was not really to advise the king. He wanted to be worshiped. So Jezebel, Jezebel ain't hooked up with Ahab because she wanted to contribute to his life in a different way. She wanted to upstart uh, uh, him from his position of authority while leaving him in uh, leaving in position so she can run things. That's exactly what she did. That's why the spirit of control and manipulation is so real. Okay? And any organization, why I said this, remember that this is what I said, if any organization, okay, uh, and anyone who's called the greatest spiritual authority, you will always have someone who operates under a Haman type of spirit. Always, okay. But remember, you know, I'm gonna take that. But you always gonna have somebody who has a Haman type of spirit. They're plotting and planning behind the scenes, but they're trying to get next to you. you understand? What I'm saying Jezebel, same way, same thing. Okay, all right. My organizational leader, let me check you this one out. Now, this is remember that spirit will present itself in different ways. Families uh relationships it doesn't necessarily have to be organizations but we but we hit it from all different veins individuals families friends and the organization leaders which include non-christian organizations but also christian organizations including churches because like i say it's easier to get in good with churches right because you don't vet people the agenda is always your position like i said remember i said satan did not want to be like god he wanted to be god so there's always seeking your position they seek if they can remove you from your seat of authority and put themselves in position. So what they want to do, let me say it again, because I said it kind of fast. They seek to remove you from your position of authority and put themselves in position. You are the closest to you. Yeah, yeah the, I'm going to read my notes here. Okay, so these are people can be closest to you, but they have a demonic agenda, okay? And I don't want you to be like, uh, uh, what's the word like? Super paranoid, and you looking at, but you have to use discernment, okay? Why is someone trying to get next to you? What? Who sent them? You know, they just show up one day, but you know, you looking like, okay, well, did God send them? If God sent them, He would have confirmed it to you. What's What's your motive? What's your agenda? Okay, y'all, y'all, this is good. That's good to my soul. I don't care if nobody like. This is good to my soul, honey. The reason it's so hard to get rid of them, that's to tell you why it's hard to get rid of them after you start doing relationships. That means families. That is hard. When you've been raised in a family like that, you can get free though. You can get free. You can. I'm here to tell you, you can. But again, it's going to be a process. Uh, but so again, families, friends, definitely romantic partners, and definitely uh, sometimes in churches. The reason why it's so hard to get rid of this type of person with this type of demonic agenda is because... We are ready. Y'all ready? You cannot cast out a demon you're in covenant relationship with. Should I say it again to Mary? Sure, say it again. Okay. The reason why it is so hard to get rid of these types of persons with this type of demonic agenda is because you cannot cast out a demon you're in covenant relationship with.
1: See, what you give access to, you cannot cast out if you're in covenant relationship with them. You can't cast out a demon you're sleeping with.
0: I should have added my last last one too. I just thought I'd say that.
1: Let's pause for a minute with that one. So this is why
0: Lucifer and his the Bible calls workers of iniquity want to be your best friend. They want to be your lover. They want to be be obsessed in families because Lucifer knows that once you join them in covenant relationship, you have a very hard time casting them out. Cause you can't, you can't be in agreement with a demon. I said you can't be in it. I said you cannot be agree in agreement with someone who has a demonic agenda and then wonder why you have no power. Okay. On that next note, let's go up number nine. Watch this God will always expose the plots and schemes. There is nothing hidden that will not be revealed. Say it again there's how much hidden that won't be revealed? Nothing. That's a scripture. There is always, again, I got to say this again. There's always, say it again, Samaria, There's always a Haman somewhere in the midst or Jezebel, always, okay? You got to determine who's who and what's what. All right, uh, all right. However, let me tell you this one. This one's this gonna make you shout. You ready for this one? There's always a Mordecai, which is God. And there's always a hidden person such as a David, and Esther, you know, those type of people. All right. Okay. Uh, God will put them down. God will put them down and he'll put the righteous up, right? Pat said this on, uh, I think it was on Sunday. He said, God uh, puts the the prideful arrogant down, but he elevates the humble. And that is a scribble. That is a biblical principle. That's another way you can, you can, uh a discern someone with the spirit they're very prideful they are very haughty, uh and i'm going to talk to you i'm, I'm going to give you the the uh, five criteria for narcissism in a minute they're very prideful they're very arrogant and they have a hidden agenda they they're 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 just jack for position uh, that's all they they don't they don't care about people they don't care about serving people they don't really uh, care to be around people you know it's all about them okay all right all right um, this type is right. Uh, bonus. They are at the helm. So when you look at if you study, uh, so for those who don't know, yes, I am a therapist, but one of my <laughs> degrees in particular is in Christian organization leadership. So I do, I, uh, you, you just get, go with me here, okay? So I kind of study these things. But if you really want to look at the helm of, of, of most church splits, what happened? There was someone in position, and they they put someone in position, such as a Haman or a Jethro type of person okay and and god and for some reason they didn't hate heed he to the holy spirit's warning eventually uh, uh that spirit is almost like a, a absalon spirit uh same thing at, at they, they 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 deceive people into following them and this is what church splits tend to happen because remember they are um they're seeking positions of power that's why this is why church splits hit because there's a Haman involved uh, there was a Jezebel somehow involved and they were able to, to seduce people away from their man or woman of God and start their own organization, okay? So Haman, well, that type of spirit is always at the helm of church splits. So that's why when God gives you the uh, uh, insight, uh, you need to cast these people away as quickly as possible uh, because uh, no organization is susceptible or is not susceptible to the type of spirit. Uh, even the non-christian organizations the secular organizations if you look at why most organizations fall other than not having proper people in place um, a lot of it has to do with at the core it is a spirit of pride again which is what this demonic spirit okay is they secretly see themselves I said this before but y'all know I talk ahead of my notes you understand so just go with me I'm going to repeat myself okay they secretly see you as someone to compete with you know, I, not, I, again, this happened to me, y'all. <laughs> I, I have accomplished some things in life. I don't have a whole lot of social media followers, but I love this to me. And I don't, like, when you really are who you are, you can see someone that's, that is more successful than you and you honor up. I wrote a book called Honor that Honor Releases. Honesty, honor and respect is the currency of, king, of the kingdom. But when you're dealing with someone who has this type of spirit, um, you you just chilling doing your thing. You're not trying to compete with anybody because when you're in the vein of your purpose and your purpose is what you are driven by, you don't you can see what someone else is doing, but you're not trying to compete or, or with them. You just walk in your grace space. I, you know, no one can beat me being me. I'll never be. I don't know. Beyonce I won't be Beyonce anyway but I'll never be her <laughs> you know what I mean uh you can uh, even as women you can look at another woman doing her thing and it doesn't take away from you you know what I mean I I you, you just can't you can embrace someone who even does the exact same thing that you do because they're not a, there's not a competitive spirit in you hey girl hey you can connect and collaborate you can work with other people you can you can be on a team you don't always have to lead the team But someone has that spirit, right? They want to compete with you. They do. And and when they say compete, they're not trying. I'm not talking about challenge. You know, you're around people and and y'all have the same mindset. So you you challenge them, they're challenging you in a sense of like, we're going to make each other better. Like, if you run three miles, I'm going to run four because we got to do this together. They're not trying. They want to be, they, they, in their delusional mind, honey, delusion, 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 delusion. They want to be you. And I told you an example of someone I had in my life. Like I'm, I'm never the type of person to brag about how much money I make, or I don't, I don't do that. I don't brag about what I've accomplished. I'm proud of it, and I speak on it because, again, I need to advertise because I'm trying to grow my business. You understand what I'm saying? But I had someone, but well, I'm successful, and she had that, and all this kind of carrying. off, just like, um, okay, if you, I mean, I guess <laughs> ain't done. And this ain't even a flex. Ain't done. Not near. Not nothing close to what I've done. But every time they see me, oh, me too, and all all kind of ratchet and hood ratchets, I ain't trying, I ain't got time for all that. But you understand? So I use it as an example of they see you as someone to compete with. (laughs) All right, so last few things here. I'm going to tell you why this is important. I'm going to tell it to you now, and I'm going to give you some criteria. It is important because. Uh, there are some people, I want y'all to hear me under the sound of my voice. God is getting ready to take you through the roof successful. He's getting ready to do it. And on this side of life, you've gone through some pain and you have had to learn uh discernment because everyone that's gonna smile in your face is not for you. <laughs> if you uh my pastor said, if you wouldn't lie to tomorrow you're gonna have cousins that you ain't never heard of so a uh, God just put me on your heart. You understand so you will have people, you know, if God opens the door, you will have people galore. You gotta treat everybody the same. You gotta treat the one that's the faker, the phone is the same as as a person that's really authentic. But God has to give you some discernment so you're not deceived and so you don't uh, uh mess around and 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 mess up your life and ruin everything that you built fooling with people who not for you in the first place. Plus again it's a demonic agenda. The devil's not want to see his true people reigning in power and authority. He wants what you have. He doesn't have authority. He was he was kicked out of heaven and his authority. But if you look at even uh, the, the, the the enemy's uh, uh, plots, he wants to be worshiped this is why when Jesus was tempted by the devil at his past fasting 40 days he said, listen, all you got to do is worship me. He told, told us, Jesus, all you got to do is worship me and I'll give you all this. It's all smoke and mirror. They want to be worshiped. Just worship me and I'll give you all the influence. Just worship me and I'll, and I'll build your business. Just worship me and I'll build your church. I help you build it. Now all of you, just worship me. It's all smoke and mirror. It's all smoke and mirror. They talk a good game. It ain't nothing to back it up. Plus, if you got to worship somebody to get somewhere, it ain't
1: God enough. It ain't going to work no way.
0: I want y'all to discern these Hamans in your life. I want y'all to discern these Hamans and these Jezebels in your life. Who was Haman? The right-hand man to the king. He was a minister. He was a false advisor. He was someone that's plotting and planning. He desired to be worshipped. He, he desired position of power based upon perceived achievements and position. Perceived doesn't mean it's real.
1: he got to discern
0: who are the Hamans what is the Mordecai saying and where are my esters come on saints <laughs> all right y'all now I'm gonna go back to my clinical okay we're almost done and I'm gonna give you the Sumerian version of what it means to be uh, of narcissism Christian narcissist, okay and again, we're living in the last days. The Bible says in the last days people are going to be deceived because of signs of wonders. Also says that uh, because of is going out to the land that it could be it could be very possible to deceive even the very elect of God, and so everyone is susceptible. So the more you ha- information you have, uh, the better. Okay, so signs of a narcissist. So this is a Christian narcissist as well. Remember Christians can meet the same criteria. I don't think you can really be a Christian and manipulate at the same time, but we can go with it for the sake of time. Okay. Watch this, uh, you only need really five of the criteria. I'm going to nail all, all, all nine, I'm gonna hit all nine. You can have someone that um, has one or two. They still have narcissistic type of qualities. You want to deal with them the same. You're not diagnosed anybody, but I'm just telling you what to look for. Watch this, has a grandiose sense of self-importance. A grandiose, which is me up in here, in their mind, they are self-important, right? So they exaggerate their achievements, their talents, and, ex- and and listen now, their mind this is delusion. I'm t- they exaggerate their achievements, what they can actually do in your life, okay. And they expect to be recognized based upon these delusions, without commensurate achievement, without evidence, okay, without evidence to support their their claims. But anybody, again, once again, anybody that desires to be worshipped has a demonic agenda. It's all about me. Y'all remember that? Hold on, y'all. These people want to... See, this, these are people that want to schedule for their therapy sessions. That's why you hear these dingin'. <laughs> <laughs> Um, They want to be valued and they want to be, uh, again, rewarded for their delusions. Just because they talk a good game. This is what they want, y'all. I'm trying to tell you. All right? Next one is if they are preoccupied with what? Fan, what's another word for, uh, for fantasies, delusions? They're preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. They think, Hunty, I am truly, unlimitedly uh, successful. And I am the most beautiful or handsome thing walking here. And I know that you have to love me because how dare. <laughs> this ain't funny. Look at me and look at you. You ought to be lucky I showed up. That's what they say. That's what they say. Listen, t- t- Listen, I'm trying to tell a folk. Listen to scenario. Believes that he or she is special. But you, you should believe there's something special about you, but watch this. And unique, but watch this. And can be only understood by or should associate with other special people. Watch this of high status or institution. This is another reason why they show up at churches and want to be the minister. Because they could only associate their brilliant selves with high Status people, darling. Who are you? You know you can't associate with a janitor or the GED or the uh or or the um or the uh, or whomever the lady work at the Walmart. You can't associate with these type of people because of your status in life, darling. Requires excessive admiration. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> Requires excessive admiration. What is admiration? Worship. And they will, listen, if you don't worship them, honey, it is the world to pay for. How dare you not worship me? How dare you? Has a sense of entitlement? Oh, child. I just thank God for deliverance. Because these entitled folks, how are you entitled? They think what you gotta do. These are people, you know, sometimes people are entitled because they just are, uh, have a poverty spirit. They're delusional. Sometimes people have never been disciplined. Maybe you're only child and you, no one has ever told you no or something like that. They're used to people just coming and just taking care of them. So they're entitled. That's what you gotta do for me. And get right upset. Right indignant upset. Okay? <laughs> has a sense of entitlement, which is uh, I unreasonable expectations, especially favorable treatments. Automatic compliance with his or her expectations. This is what you better do for me. How dare you? We are, are, you know, entitlement. You can't do that when nobody's entitled. I don't, you know, if once you start getting entitled, just let them go, honey. Just let it go. I just, you can't
1: do with that. Yeah, see,
0: you know, you, yeah. So let me tell you what happened. (laughs) You don't work hard for everything that you have. And even though it may not be much to you, but it's something. You say, listen, I, I, this, ain't, this ain't your type of couch. This ain't your type of chair. This ain't your type of style. But I done worked hard for it. You understand? You done worked. You done scribbled You done scraped. You, you done did it yet. You have a sense of not pride, like, and better. You have a sense of pride. Of, what have I accomplished? Look how they've been able to do these things. What have I been able... You have a sense of 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 godly being proud because you have been able to do something but people are entitled they don't care nothing about your stuff they don't care nothing about breaking up your furniture they don't care about nothing what you give them because it's handed to them they have a sense listen listen I'm trying to tell you you can't deal you can't you cannot deal with these type of people and be in a healthy relationship I mean anyway, let's keep going they lack empathy is unwilling to recognize or identify with the feelings or needs of others. They cannot. They. I've listened. To this man uh, teach recently. He was a narcissist, and he said narcissists don't even feel guilt. He said they may feel guilty just a little bit, but after a while, because they don't want to acknowledge the shame or pain they have caused others, they'll turn it on you. Remember, you are in dealing with a narcissist. Not only are they they entitled, it's always your fault. Well, the people I know, it ain't your fault. It's it's, it's, it's all my fault. I mean, can't do, I mean can't admit to nothing. Now it, it's the society's fault. It's the black per- people' fault. It's uh it's the government's fault. It's uh it's it's the it's the state's fault. It's 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 everybody's it's everybody. Nobody loves them. But you are the common denominator in every situation. I don't. I used to work with somebody like that. and I was like, girl, yeah, you know, and, and trying to help them out, and you just gotta make sure, and and you know, sometimes God will come against you. And, you know, and, and, you know, when you, you, I, you learn after a while to to counsel people not based upon what you say, but based upon uh, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. But sometimes when you get there, you know, you in my therapist, you, you get to that place. So you're not enabling people. But at the time, oh, you know, and just try to give you encouraging words. no weapon formed the you shall prosper. And after a while, you know, you mature a little bit quick. Like, you know, wait a minute now. You ever have people like that? Wait, wait a minute now. You didn't talk about you, your ex-boo, uh 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 the dog, the cat, your mommy, your daddy, your cousin, uh, the baker, the candlestick maker, the government, your super hey, you you didn't you didn't talk with. all. <laughs> oh, wait a minute now, wait a minute. Help me understand here.
1: All these people
0: they don't even know each other got a problem with you. But you are the common kind of denominator in every situation people like that wait a minute come on now come on come come to jesus every situation tell come on now is interpersonally exploitative they are the only there to exploit you they take advantage of others to achieve his or her ends They don't like you. They want what you provide. So if you're paying rent, that's why they're there. If you're paying car payments, that's why they're there. If you're you're giving them food, shelter, and clothes, that's why they're there. Okay? They don't do things like the rest of us do called work. (laughs) You know? See these lights? Well, I don't know if y'all can see it because it's maybe kind of dark on your end. These lights turn on because Samaria paid the bill. Okay, that license is active because she pays every year to turn it on. There is food in the refrigerator because Samaria works hard and goes to the grocery store. There is a roof over Samaria's head because Samaria works hard to put the roof over her own head. But a narcissist is classic dealing, connecting with people who, who take care of others, who are fixers who don't set clear boundaries, who are broken in some way. They they find people to take care of them and they expect it. And how dare you say no? Hunty, there is hell to pay. You How dare you say no to a grown, to a grown You become like a parent to a grown person. you be a parent to a grown 40-year-old person or 30, however old they are. How dare you do what the rest of us do? Like get a job and pay. How dare you do that? they can't do it so that's why they find people to use okay is often envious of others and believes that others are envious of them him or her you got to be careful when you are in relationship; they think everyone is jealous of us oh they're just jealous of me because I'm so wonderful they're jealous of our relationship they're jealous of our love they're jealous of our family they're jealous everyone's everybody's everybody jealous now mind you at, remember, after all that smoke and mirror, there's nothing behind it. They have not, there's nothing behind. I mean, they may got a little something, but they ain't, ain't that bad. Sometimes people not jealous of it. They just, you know what I'm saying? They're not. If you get into a relationship you think, and you're gonna always find people that will be jealous. That's just that's just that's throw it out the out the way. That's just like that's just life. Well, someone that is actually healed and whole, they're not hyper focused on people that are jealous. And nine times of ten, there's always gonna be more people that are for you than against you. But if you deal with somebody and they walk into a room and everybody's jealous of them, it's in their head. It's in their head. Everybody's not jealous of You may have, in a room full of 100 people, you may have two or three that may be jealous because they don't know you. But if you really come across as authentic and you're real, nine times out of ten, if you're a cool person and you're authentic, you can win those people over because you are embracing all people and you got that type of vibe where people just are, if you're relatable to people, you understand? They are not going to be jealous of you for long, unless somebody really got a deep rooted something in them, you know. But for the most part, you walk to a room full of a hundred women; every woman in there is not jealous of you. That's just a lie. It may be two or three, couple of, but it's obviously more people that for you than against you. If you are an authentic person, now if you're nasty, they're not jealous of you. They just don't want to do nasty people. So there's a difference, <laughs> okay? Just put that on out there. All right. But watch the last one. They show arrogance, haughty behaviors, and attitudes. Now, I want to look up what the, what the uh, 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 we're almost done, you I know we've, we've been at this a while. Uh, look up what it means to be haughty in particular. And haughty means arrogantly superior or disdainful, snobbish. Watch this vain, snobbish, conceited, stuck up egotistical, superior, lofty, patronized. (laughs) And look at me (laughs) and you darling, look at me and look at you. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. A patronized, overbearing, high-minded, big-headed, cocky, puffed up, high and mighty, fancy pants. Look at me, you know. They are not humble or modest, which is what God wants us to be. This is an example of the predator. What did I mean by a predator? They seek out people to manipulate. They seek out people to control. They seek, they, they're looking for certain types of people. And like I said before, what they do is they'll, 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 they'll research you for a while, observe you. Right. And so when they finally meet you, they're going to reflect back. So you were in like, let's say you're in a dating phase, right? You, they've already observed you. And so they're going to mirror back to you and they'll, and they'll try to become the thing that you want. It's called narcissism. They are not that person. They will become it. Oh, this is what I am. And you think, oh my God, we have so much alike. Oh my God, I, I'm not, I'm going to that part really fast because I've already explained this in a couple of the teach. Oh, and you think, oh my God, this has got to be my person We're so much alike. No, they're not. They, they lying. They're pretending. They're trying to be what they think. But remember this, when you, when you are a true real one, you don't have to pretend to be anything. You be yourself. People who are haughty and arrogant and, and, and prideful and, and narcissistic have to be, pretend to be people like you if you're really operating in the, in the righteous. They got to pretend to be kind. They got to pretend to be nice. They got to pretend to do all. Well. But when you, when you are who you say that you are, you don't have to pretend. And that's why they may come across. They may claim that you're jealous of, of of them, but they're not. But you're not. As a matter of fact, they're actually jealous of you. Because you can walk into a room, and just be yourself. You don't have to pretend. You mess up the plots of the narcissist when you are yourself. I encourage you to ask God for wisdom. Ask God for a discerning eye. Vet. Anybody that comes to your life on this basis stands to scripture. Acknowledge God in all your ways and he will direct that path. Acknowledge God in all your ways he will give you the desires of your heart excuse me. There is a way that seems right to a man but in that way leads to destruction. If You go your own way you're going to get God. Because this is a spirit of deception that's going to ramp it in the land. That's why everyone's talking about narcissism. Narcissism, narcissism. Bet everybody and follow the leading of the Lord. Don't get desperate. Some things y'all learn how to wait. All right, y'all. We'll back another day, another time, another banger. Bye.